And this is The Real Model Talk, where I bring the mentors to you. In every episode, I will feature an exclusive and honest interview from a pro in the industry. Together, we will explore every aspect of modeling from the ground up. Today's guest is Long Island Models agency owner, Brianna Lombardo. I am so excited to have her on today and to get to learn more about her and her tools that she offers to this industry. She started her agency back in 2016 and has recently started some online workshops called Virtual Model Coach. Today, we are going to be talking about the agency influencers, which is a category of modeling that she represents, her online workshops, and how to avoid agency scams. I've had a few requests on top on a show topic for that. So I'm really excited to dive into this topic and get some good tips out there for everyone starting out and looking into agencies. So Brianna, if you would go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the modeling industry. Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me. Excited Mm -hmm. to chat with you. So my name is Brianna. I own a model and talent agency in Long Island, New York called Long Island Models. And how I got into this, I totally fell into it. Um, I was going to school at Hunter College in New York City, and I played softball for them. One of my teammates started modeling for her agency and then started working for them. And um, at the time, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I was just saying yes to everything. And she offered me an internship, so I was like, all right, you know, I'll do it. And I ended up loving it and being pretty good at it. So... When I graduated Hunter, I moved back to Long Island and I worked for an agency out here and then just went off on my own and kind of snowballed. What were you doing at the agencies when you first started out? So the first one, I was an intern and then I moved up to the owner's assistant. And then the second one, I was a booker. What did your tasks include? What were your activities as far as working with models and just being within the agency? Yeah. So the first one, my main thing with them was doing their social media. So I grew their page and posted every day and was engaging with people. Uh, I had to do a lot of filing. So, you know, the models send portfolio updates. I had to add new photos to the website, things like that. Uh, And then the second agency with the bookings, I had to basically just coordinate everything, deal with the clients, deal with the models, be the middleman. And then I did their social media as well, too. Awesome. So you definitely got a good insight on the agency side of the industry and how that works. And that that definitely helped you out um, Mm -hmm, building that for you. Yeah. Super interesting to learn about, you know the two different agencies and how they work and yeah and so it's seeing like the I guess obviously being with two different agencies you kind of got to see like how you kind of wanted to build yours Mm -hmm. exactly yeah they were they were very different one was in Manhattan so it was very fashion-based and the other one was Long Island so it was very commercial-based so glad that I learned both 
coming from Texas, I think of New York and I just think of like high fashion everywhere. So um, <laughs> that's definitely been newer to me to see those different sides um, of the industry, even out in areas like that. Mm-hmm. Two th- main things I did want to focus on today are influencers, because I did see that your agency works with a lot of influencers and then also avoiding scam agencies. But first, I did want to learn more about your agency. So if you could tell us a little bit about that and just what made you want to start the agency other than, of course, working um, with agencies already. And then especially like what kind of morals you built it around? Uh, totally. So let me see about the agency. I have a roster built up of about 700 models, actors and influencers. Uh, we book them for, you know, fashion jobs, commercials, events, everything. And then I recently expanded into production crew. So I book makeup artists, hairstylists, wardrobe stylists, everything like that. And what made me want to go off on my own was really just the lack of new technology, I think, in the industry. Like at the first agency that I interned at, I would make suggestions, you know, we should really advertise the influencers. It was when they were just kind of coming up. Mm -hmm. And uh, my boss was very close-minded to that. And, um, even the second agency, I was like, you know, influencers are going to be a big thing. And they were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, when I started seeing them, you know, kind of take over, I was like, actually, I think I'm pretty good at this. You know, self-confidence go off on my own. And that's kind of what I did. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So another thing that motivated me to go off on my own was, the second agency wasn't really doing the right thing by their models, but they were charging for things that they shouldn't have been. And uh, the owner wasn't very nice. And I wanted to open my own agency where we had good morals and models can trust me. Yes. Yeah. I get that all the time. They're like, you know, I love you guys. I can really trust you. You know, it's a big thing. Yes. And so I have my little slogan, good work with good people. And everybody loves it. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. So you said, um, you know, you're one of those agencies you were working with was charging for things that they shouldn't have been. Can you give us some examples of those? Yes. So one of the things was charging to be on the website. So it was either $10 a month or $100 for the year. It's actually something that's illegal in New York. I'm not sure about outside New York, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's um, not allowed for the agencies to do that. So I, you know, felt bad in general that they were being charged for that. Mm -hmm. And just a sign-up fee in general, it was $100 to sign up. I just feel like, you know, you shouldn't have to pay to sign up with an agency. You know, you get commission and that's it. Definitely. Is there, do you think there's ever potential or possibility that if an agency is like charging like that to negotiate it with them? Have you ever seen that happen? Like someone just come in and be like, I'm not going to pay that. And then them still roll with it and sign them or has that? (laughs) Yeah, I think it depends on the model and maybe like what mood, you know, the owner's in that day. Yeah. 
but um like i noticed that they would they wouldn't charge the better models you know because they want them on their website mm-hmm. and they kind of knew they weren't going to pay because they know how things work right but the newer ones that are maybe a little less experienced they would know that they can get away with it that's actually very interesting i didn't know that was a law in new york i do not think that's a law out here in texas because i have definitely come across multiple agencies that charge to be on the website and charge up front and stuff like that so or maybe they're just getting away with it somehow. <laughs> maybe. I'll have to look into that. I'm curious. <laughs> yes. I think um, I've definitely come to notice though. New York has a lot more laws around the modeling agency and just protection for models and stuff like that. Yeah, because I think the scam agencies were getting a little out of hand. Mm. So the state kind of realized that they had to step in and regulate things. And thankfully, it made a difference. Right. You don't really see a lot of scam agencies around, you know, besides charging for the little things, but that's good. It's definitely not like it used to be. If someone came across an agency and they really liked it and they were charging a hundred dollar fee and, but everything else seemed right about it. Would you say it's still potential to go with it? Or would you say to just keep looking for other agencies? I would say I would bring it to the owner's attention that, um, I'm aware of this law and I'm not going to pay it. You know, it's just something that I'm not interested in doing and leave it up to them. They, you know, at the end of the day, they want to sign you and they want to have more people on their boards. So you have to realize your power also in the situation. And, um, yeah, I'd say just be vocal about it and talk to them. Don't just, you know, write them off. For sure. Yes. It's always good to have that conversation. Wow. Conversation. <laughs> Asking never hurts at all. I know it can be scary sometimes, but yeah. So yeah. we did talk about influencers a little bit. I want to get more into that. Um, so you did say you started out by signing influencers is kind of a reason why you wanted to go into that. Yeah. So that was going to be my main business plan, actually signing up just influencers and offering that. Then I realized that there's still a huge demand for models without a social media following. Mm -hmm. So now I pull. But yeah, that was my main niche that I was going for. Awesome. That's very cool. Um, I actually saw this video the other day on YouTube and they kind of were having influencers or they're calling them Instagram models and then um, runway models come together and like discuss their point of views on the industry. It was really interesting to see like what they thought of each other and how they saw themselves within the industry. Interesting. Yeah. But I know that is, like you said, more of a newer category within the modeling industry. And there's some people who don't see it as part of the industry. And there's some people who obviously do. So what is your viewpoint on that? Like, how would you compare influencers to models? So the influencers are more, I think clients book them more based on their personality and their personas. Mm -hmm their following is usually catered to a specific market so for example if it's you know a fitness influencer then they would book them for fitness events and maybe you know an athletic clothing line something like that Mm -hmm. whereas the models they just book them based on their looks and that's pretty much it 
Mm-hmm. Um, but the influencers, they uh, they kind of go along with the whole inclusivity movement, I guess you could call it, and like the body positivity because you don't really have to be you know five ten to walk on a runway anymore. They'll right. hire the influencer, and however she's built, it's fine, and people love it. Yes. It's really changing the industry. I definitely believe so. I agree. And I love it. Um, I love seeing it. And I definitely consider influencers as models too. I mean, a model is just someone or something that represents another thing. So they're definitely doing that there. It's actually interesting too, because like I get castings now and they don't say they want, you know, real models. They want real people looking. You your models and influencers kind of cross, you know, into both fields. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? They're kind of both like, are there influencers that are still doing modeling work and models who are doing influencer work? Oh yeah, definitely. They, uh, there's definitely a lot that do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it makes a difference in the amount of bookings they get too. Because exactly. You think about it, yeah. The client wants, their audience to you know be exposed to their brand and an influencer can offer that to them right right and they just have that experience posing already so it just works out and it all combines great yeah totally (laughs) what are the top three things someone should know about being an influencer top three things um i'd say the first thing is that it's very time consuming you have to constantly you know, update your audience and your fans and constantly engage with them. I know when I, you know, I'll text one of them and they get back to me right away because they're always on their phones, you know, updating their social media. So that's, you know, the first big thing. Second thing is that you have to be authentic. Don't buy your followers. Don't, I don't know, don't be fake about it, I guess, Mm because people can see that. And then it really tarnishes your reputation, I think. Like, I've seen that, and then I just, you know, I know that I can't submit that person. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. just, you know, it takes time, but build it up, you know, the right way. Um, let me see. The third thing is make sure you're posting quality content. So you want everything to be clear, bright, or you know, whatever your brand is, uh, you don't want any pictures to be blurry, things like that. Mm-hmm. Big difference. What were, what would be the qualifications to sign as an influencer with your agency? Qualifications. So to be an influencer, you have to have at least 10,000 followers on, you know, Instagram or subscribers on YouTube, at least 10,000, I would say. I usually check to see if they bought followers. So there's websites that you can go on to check that, or you could see, you know, if they're, if they have a hundred thousand followers, but they're getting a hundred likes, it just doesn't make sense. Right. So I check that out. That's pretty much it. I mean, it's worked out fine doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty standard. Yeah. Um, not that involved with it, but that sounds like it makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. I w- I'm always interested in hearing that um, just because that's not a world I'm too highly involved in. Mm-hmm. I do do a lot of uh, brand ambassador work, like experiential marketing. 
oh, in person. Cool. Yes. Um, when I tell people that and they're like, Oh, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a brand ambassador. They're like, Oh, like on Instagram. And (laughs) I'm actually like out in front of people, um, speaking in person, but that would be cool if it was on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. That's an awesome field to get into. It's a lot of, uh, repeat work and um definitely yes yes you know for me it's a lot better than working in an office and I can be in control of my schedule so definitely um is good for a model it's flexible yeah a lot of my models do that on the side too I've actually done it a few times like years ago you have. Me, but I tried that's it. what I was gonna ask you <laughs> if uh, you've ever gotten into any modeling yourself um no I haven't I'm more of a behind the scenes girl <laughs> uh yeah I mean I've done when I was in college I did a few extra jobs on film sets but mm-hmm. that was pretty much it <laughs> I think it's really awesome to see people who are very involved and like interested in the industry, but they're not necessarily a model. I don't know, I guess from my perspective, um, or like, I think of it like a coach coaching football or soccer, who's never really been the player before, but they've been the coach, you know, so they're still a team player and making things happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody has their strengths, you know, I feel like my strengths are business and, you know, working with the models, I can guide them the right way. And, this works out good. Right. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about some scam agencies and how we can avoid those. What are the first steps someone should take in order to avoid scam agencies? So the first steps is do your research on the agency. I'm a big person that reads into reviews. So really trust them in general. They're usually pretty accurate. So look at the reviews, look at their website. Then, you know, if you get a meeting with them, let's see if they charge anything like, like we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. They charge any upfront fees. It's definitely a red, red flag. Let's see what else. I mean, that's basically the main thing. I'd say you also have to look out for scams like on social media too. Like I've had right. my models get messages from random accounts that are like, you know, we want to book you for this huge ad. And they're like, oh my God, Brianna, what do I do? And I'm like, it's not real. Do mm-hmm. <laughs> those things like realistically. Um, yes. That's where I think most of the scams are nowadays. No. Oh yeah. yeah. I've definitely been getting a lot of those messages lately. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And, but I mean, I think if you, like you said, just pay attention to it and really read into it, it's very obvious. Um, a lot of them have like misspellings in them. If uh, anything ever has a misspelling, not that I'm perfect, but to a certain extent, I really consider that. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> is this as professional <laughs> as I'd like for it to be? Totally. Yeah. And if they're like selling a dream, you know, just have to exactly that too. Like, there's models that work years to get those jobs. They're not just going to ask a random girl. <laughs> yes. I love when it says something like, oh, pays 
you know, $200, $500 an hour, no experience needed. I'm like, yeah. mm. right. It's like, what? <laughs> I wish it was that easy. Yeah. I actually had a scary experience with something similar. So I got an email one day and it was this girl and uh, I didn't know her. She told me that she got a message on Instagram from an account that was saying they were me and they wanted to scout her for my agency. Oh, and wow. it's really scary. Luckily her dad made her contact me to make sure that it was legit, which of course it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And they were asking her to meet up in person and just like scary stuff. And wow. so I like to tell that story. So people are aware that it does happen. And, yes. Um, you always have to, you know, double check everything, stay safe. Right. Never go meet up with someone like that by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> should have like an office or something at least. Definitely. If you're going to be meeting with them. Right. So when you do get to the meeting and, mm-hmm. you know, you've researched this agency, you know, they're legit, you know, to the point that you go to a meeting with them, at least mm-hmm. what kind of questions should models be asking when speaking to an agency, I guess before they even go into what kind of questions should they be asking? Mm-hmm. So you should be asking what kind of bookings they submit to because some agencies, you know, only do like parts modeling or they only do fashion or like commercial. So you have to decide whether or not it would be worth it for you to sign with them because maybe you're not a commercial model. So ask them, you know, what kind of jobs they submit to. I would also ask what commission they take. Usually it's 10 to 20%. If they take any more than that, then that's also a red flag. Usually it's negotiable too. Are you commissioning? Uh, Sometimes it's not though. Hmm. Um, And then an important thing is if they have any exclusivities like if they want to sign you exclusive for maybe fit modeling or like for example my contract is exclusive on long island so you just have to be aware of what you're signing and what the terms are because we get in a lot of trouble with those things um, okay <laughs> those are the main questions i'd say so for your example specifically if they are outside of long island i'm not too familiar with the areas in New York uh, is uh, Manhattan like is that outside of Long Island yes or is yes. that on yeah. so they could be modeling with a different agency in Manhattan right. as well yeah so okay. I'm pretty much the only one on Long Island actually so that's nice really had a problem <laughs> yeah um but they could work with agencies you know Connecticut Pennsylvania you know Manhattan wherever they want do a lot of your models or are they signed with multiple agencies? Yeah, definitely. It's um, more of a trend these days to sign with multiple agencies rather than signing exclusive with one. Just exposes you to more bookings overall. Right. Is there, do you have any advice on like, well, I guess my first question I was going to ask on communicating with these agencies, when you're saying negotiations, like what are, do you have any tips on like how to bring those up or how to approach them? Because I know it can be um, kind of scary sometimes to speak up for yourself and negotiate those types of things. Yeah. Um, it's a tough thing because you don't want to seem like, you know, like you're a pain and like you're too much. Mm-hmm. 
I would say, hmm, that is a good question. When is it appropriate? I'd say if you feel like you're being taken advantage of, you know, with the whole paying up front thing, or if you're pretty confident that something is wrong, then definitely bring it up. But sometimes it's just like how it is. So it really would depend on the situation. Mm -hmm. Like I know I've been asked if I could waive the Long Island exclusivity term on mine. And, you know, it depends on the model. I'll tell them yes or no. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, personally, I don't mind when people ask me things like that or voice their concerns because I totally get it. It's a scary industry and they want to make sure that they're you know, safe and doing the right thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. So yeah, the agency really shouldn't mind at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's a tough thing. Yes. It depends on like how you go about it too. You know, if you say, I'm just, you know, concerned, I want to understand then should be Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. So I know you recently started doing some, online model coaching Mm -hmm. you have the uh, virtual model coach online workshops so tell us a little bit about those and what made you start them yeah so i recently started teaching workshops on how to get into the modeling industry um i also offer one-on-one coaching sessions Mm -hmm. and i want to start this because i get so many submission emails people that are looking to get into the industry and I just don't develop new models it's just not what I do I just submit you know experience models so there's just nothing I could do for them and mm-hmm. as much as I would like to help every single one of them I I can't you know I have right. hundreds of people waiting on me for bookings so I wanted to you know offer at least something for them and um some of them are so eager and they're so passionate and you know it's nice to be able to help them so yeah I mean they um they've been really enjoying them I'd say they uh I've seen a few girls become pretty successful it's just really nice that's to see. good it's very fulfilling I really like that how part long of have it. you been sorry how long have you been doing them only a few months actually it was something okay. that I kind of cooked up in quarantine. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and I like set up the website and everything. And yeah, so it's pretty new. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of, a lot of great things in general, um, you know, cooked up in quarantine, yeah. but I did see a lot of online model workshops come up. I took the, um, Coco Rocha model workshop. That was fun. Oh, cool. How was it? It was really fun. Um, I'm high fashion is not my niche, but mm-hmm. it definitely made me more confident in just my posing and like that, and more of my facial expressions. I could say, like, I want to say, I definitely have improved on that since then. So, we did do some crying on command, <laughs> and um, I really impressed myself that day. I I won't <laughs> let that down. That's awesome. It was, yes. <laughs> really cool. So what can people expect from your workshops? So, I mean, they're two-hour workshops, so we cover a lot. I like to limit them to five people so I can really speak to everybody individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we start off. I um, 
I ask them for photos of themselves beforehand so I can decide like what market is best for them. So we go over that. We go over choosing a photographer that would be best for them. Then we go into how to submit to agencies, how to be your own agent in the beginning. We cover pretty much everything you would need to know to get started. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have a, a price for these? Yeah. So um, they're 150 to 200 per ticket. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh my God. <laughs> you know? But it's really a lot of information. And with mm-hmm. anything, you have to invest. And, uh, for sure. Yeah. And I, I really make sure that they get their money's worth. That's something that I... I make sure of so it's worth it i know i think that's a i think that's a great price and if you're not looking to do like a full you know like a long program and all you really need is like the business side of the industry that's a great investment and then you know Mm -hmm. you can do your posing lessons and whatever else on your own do you do any posing workshops or do you mostly just focus on the business side of the industry yeah, posing is a topic that we touch upon in the workshops. I don't have a separate workshop for that, but okay. it's something I would like to do in the future. Yes, and I did notice you have um, different guests on the workshops with you. Yeah, so I team up with a new model of mine every time um, just to awesome. get their perspective. And mm-hmm. you know, so the students can see you know, a model's perspective, what they go through, and then also an agent's perspective, which is nice. That's good. That I added. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love that it's with um, with you being an agency because I think that's a great perspective to get about the industry that a lot of people, you know, don't normally see. Mm-hmm. So are yeah. good to tap into, which is why I'm so glad to have you on today too. <laughs> Um, I do have just a few more questions. Um, as far as your workshops go, why would you recommend the workshops? I would recommend them because I know it's an intimidating industry to get into. And it's very hard to break into in general if you don't have some knowledge. So it's worth it to educate yourself. And mm-hmm. I, I can see that, you know, after they take the workshops, they're more confident in, you know, what they're doing and, and going about getting started and just in general with their posing. And it's, it's nice to see the transformation and, you know, what they got out of it. That's good. Have yeah. you have you signed anyone yet from your workshops? Do you think that could happen? Yeah, I actually did. So I had... Um, this woman, she was a timeless model, so she's about forty-five. She, awesome. yeah, she was telling me, you know, I'm so passionate about this. I've always wanted to get into it, and so she lives in Connecticut, so it's close to me. So we set her up with a photo shoot. I signed her up, and it was just last week, so she hasn't posted anything yet, but hopefully she will. But most of my students are actually out of state, so I have a girl in Massachusetts, I have a girl in Maryland. It's all online. That's um, awesome. I can't really sign out if they're all the way there as much as I would love to, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I help them get, you know, get signed yeah. with local agencies. That's why it's a good thing to 
find and work with or just find workshops that involve agencies in your area, you know, because I, yeah. I'm, I don't know. You probably wouldn't think about that going into that, like, oh, I could get signed with this agency after taking this workshop. But it's right. a good way to get in front of them and meet them in person and get speaking with them. Yeah. And they definitely learn a lot that they probably didn't even, you know, or weren't aware of. I have a girl that she had her first photo shoot. She was like, all right, what do I do now? And I was like, all right, sign up for this website. It was backstage.com. And she's never heard of it before. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that... I expose her to and yeah I have it's why I have this other student she took a workshop and now she books one-on-one sessions and she loves modeling like she was just getting started she was a shy girl and now she does a photo shoot every week <laughs> she like loves it that's so awesome it's really nice to see that that's awesome I think the last one was if I had any future plans but Ooh, I think I did lose that, but you had just made me think of a different question yeah. um, just pertaining to all of this, but we'll just go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> Do you have any new plans um, with the agency or the workshops coming up? So I want to offer different types of workshops. So recently I had a confidence workshop and we really liked that. So different things that don't necessarily pertain to modeling I want to, you know, get into. And then I was thinking of writing a few eBooks, having them online for people to buy as an affordable option, maybe open a school. I don't know. That's way in the future. That was a possibility. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. I'm so glad to have been able to talk to you for my last question though, as I'm, thinking about getting off if you could give one tip and one tip only to a new model what would it be it would be to get out of your comfort zone i would say and that would apply to everything like you know you're posing you know do something crazy do something that you wouldn't expect yourself to do but then also how you talk to agents you know don't be afraid to pick up the phone and call them Instead of, you know, what people do nowadays, they just text an email. You know, a lot of people are afraid to talk on the phone, but you have to. Don't be afraid to reach out to people that, you know, you don't know. Just call and introduce yourself. Do whatever is scary to you because then that's how you grow. For sure. Love it. Thank you so much, Brianna, for being on today. I really appreciate this. And I know everyone's going to really benefit from hearing this conversation. Hey, Ben, thank you for having me. Yes, <laughs> before you get off to, I keep forgetting to ask these questions. Where can everyone find you? And I will also link whatever she says in the show notes. <laughs> so I have my website for the model coaching. It's virtualmodelcoach.com. And I'm also on Instagram, the virtual model coach. Awesome. Uh, and then if they want to take a look at my agency, it's longislandmodels.com. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Real Model Talk. If you enjoyed the show, do not forget to subscribe to stay tuned for upcoming episodes.